Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello, and welcome again to Charles Kelly Money Tips. Uh, this is Money Tips, bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and enjoy more money. Now, you must have heard over the last couple of days that the stock market has been going a lot of, a lot down. It's recovered a little bit today, but I think on Monday or Tuesday, it had the US Wall Street market, the uh, Dow Jones, which is the, the major companies of the, of the US market, had uh, its sixth worst points drop in history. So when you think of like the 1930s crash and, you know, the, the 87 crash and uh, the 10 years ago, that, that's quite something, the sixth worst ever. And we don't call it a crash now. They call it things like corrections. And actually, it's not a correction. It's just a minor blimp uh, based on the, the trade wars with, with or talk of trade wars with Trump and China, etc. So, you know, everyone tries to talk it down. I read in the, the standard this evening that, the fund managers at Standard Life Aberdeen said, people shouldn't worry. Don't worry about it. It's just, a, a, you know, hang in there. They, the fund managers always tell you to hang in there because they don't want you to withdraw the money out of their fund. Because if you if you withdraw it, then their fund will, will not collapse, but it will, will be affected. So they always tell people to ride out the storm and, you know, don't panic. They always use words like don't panic. But you know, if I was in shares now, if I was invested in equities, if my pension was invested in equities, I would be panicking. I would be maybe moving it out into safer waters. Now, you might say, well, what does the stock market have to do with me? I don't invest in shares. Well, I'm going to give you five reasons today why a stock market crash. Now, I'm not saying there is a stock market crash, but if there is a stock market crash, why it would affect you even if you don't invest in shares. So five reasons why a stock market crash will affect you even if you don't invest in shares. Now, as I said, a lot of people say, well, it, nothing's going to happen to me because I, I don't invest in shares. I invest in property or I invest in this or I, I just put my money into fixed interest securities or whatever. OK, well, the first thing is a stock market crash has a major effect on confidence in the market. Right. Markets need confidence. Markets are run by people. You know, OK, there, there's a lot of computers doing things in the market, but you know, markets are very much based on confidence. So, you know, Trump makes a tweet about China and the market, oh my God, you know, and, and the market goes down. You, they don't always act rationally. This has been proven by people who've won Nobel Prizes for this. So markets can act very irrationally. And that's why sometimes you can pick up uh, shares cheaper than they're really worth because the market is not rational. So if markets are going down or people think they're going down, that confidence will be affected and a lack of confidence can ultimately lead to a recession and, you know, people stop spending money because there's no confidence. They're worried about the market. So, yeah, people that can lead to a recession. You can almost talk yourself into a recession. The second thing is that's one one reason and, and confidence will affect everybody. It affects you know, if you're working in a company and people are not buying your products because there's no confidence in the market, so that will have an effect on you. And everybody works for somebody. There's always, you know, even if you work for the government, 
and the government gets less taxes in because business is not so good, you know, your job could be affected. So don't think everyone is immune from the stock market because this is where most of the, mon the world's money is. So the second thing then is investment. Now, people assume that investment comes from the government. They say, well, the government should do this. The government should build that. The government should do that. But most investment is actually raised through um, you know, private sector investment or, or private sector partnerships. It's normally companies that build things. It's normally businesses that build things. It's normally private sector that puts up the money. If the government does invest, then that comes from, you know, it's not out of the magic. It would come from taxes. So normally they would get private partnerships like the the, the Channel Tunnel, for instance, it wasn't the government that built. Yeah, the government initiated it and the French and the British governments had uh, put, put up certain guarantees and that sort of thing. But the it, it was private companies that invested and, and, and put that tunnel together. And now you're paying private companies to use it. So it, it all works out well. But if the markets are going down, then if that share price of that company has gone down, they can't invest so much money because the value of their company is going down. They can't borrow so much money. It, it does affect things. So it affects investments. Now, if investment is slowing down, then the whole economy slows down and that ultimately will have a, a, a negative effect on jobs. So that's the second thing. The third thing is taxes. Now, government money is raised through taxes on companies, through corporation tax, income tax paid by people who work for companies, businesses. You know, most people work for companies. Yeah, a lot of people work for the government, but I'll come back to that. Um, so then there's expenditure tax, VAT, and various other taxes such as capital gains tax, again, mostly paid by business or entrepreneurs, and inheritance tax. So all these taxes come from, you know, initially, most of it comes from businesses. You know, businesses employ most uh, you know, most people are employed in this country by businesses. Yeah, government employees as well, but they're supported by the taxes paid by businesses. Uh, I think 60% of people are employed by small businesses in this country. And when markets fall, companies will invest less. They make less profits, which means there'll be less tax to collect by governments. Now, if the government is collecting less corporation tax, less PAYE tax, what do they do? They, they might have to hike up taxes and, and the people who are paying taxes will have to pay more to cover all the expenses of running the country. They might have to borrow more money, which puts us in more debt. If they if they borrow more money, interest rates could go up. So it all has a knock on effect. And if you look at the, con the country and, and what, what they spend, usually what what it's it costs to run the country in a year is not even covered by the taxes. Often they have to borrow money just to, to, to sort of balance the books and make ends meet. So, you know, don't think that that, that couldn't happen. The third reason then is takeovers and breakups. When a company's share price falls, and particularly if it drops, it becomes vulnerable to uh, hostile takeovers from, from larger companies, often foreign companies. Uh, and in many cases, this will lead to job losses, closures of factories, closures of divisions, closures of offices, as the new owners seek to maximize their short-term profits. So in, in other words, like the Cadbury's thing, when Cadbury's I think was taken over by Kraft, uh, the government worried, you know, this is an old British company. And they said, no, no problem. We're not going to close. We're not going to move any production away from Britain. And then what happened? They did exactly that. And that, that's job losses in this country. Most of the, the cars and the iconic um, manufactured, the iconic brands of cars like Bentley, Rolls Royce uh, are, are now owned by German companies. You know, the Mini is owned by a German company. So at any time, and now they're talking about, well, Brexit, we might move this abroad, you know, so... Companies, when they're weak, can be taken over by 
by larger companies and that, that will eventually lead to some sort of job losses. Because why would a company take over a similar business if they're not going to make any money out of it, if, they, if they're not going to somehow rationalize the business and you know, save money and, and, and close it? Like, for instance, if, if a bank takes over another bank and then they've got the same branches in every high street, what are they going to do? They're going to close one of the branches down, aren't they? And then merge the branches. You know, if NatWest takes over Barclays, I'm not saying that's going to happen. Why would you need a Barclays and a NatWest in every high street? They'll just call it Nat Barclays and have one branch and, and sack thousands of people. So when, when companies, their share prices are low, they're, they're, they're vulnerable and more open to hostile takeovers. And these corporate raiders, they're in it for the profits. They can make billions of dollars, billions of pounds in one deal just by moving in, taking over a company, selling off bits of it and you know, retaining the core aspects of it. And they can often get their money back just by selling off bits of it. And then they're left with it with it with a company. Often they borrow against the company's share so that they put that company in debt, which eventually will lead to job losses. Because when when it comes down to when the company wants to save money, who do they look at? They say, well, let's sack a few people. We'll keep our jobs at the top, but let's get rid of a few thousand people make the company look good, make the balance the, the balance sheet look great, put up the profits for this year and draw a nice big bonus. Because in a few years time, that chief executive will be off on his private jet flying off to, to a new job somewhere else to, to do the same with another company. Often these people think of, of short term profits and, and making money in the short term. So a, a stock market crash or a correction is not good for that for that sort of thing okay so what have we got we've got confidence investment taxes uh, takeovers and what's the fifth thing now this this you you might not believe this but you know even if you think you're not directly invested in the market the chances are that some of your money and, and your future is directly invested in the stock market and that could come through your pension policies your savings plans your your unit trust or or anything that you save in your insurance policies or any kind of managed fund is is mostly invested in the stock market particularly with pension schemes that are, are what's called uh, defined contribution schemes so pension schemes are invested they call it equities they might call it equities they might call it they won't call it the stock market they go we are 60 percent invested in equities or 80 percent invested in equities so if the market goes down what happens to the value of that pension naturally it goes down as well so your pension fund, the chances are most people's pension fund is directly linked to the stock market. And it might not be 100% in the stock market or equities, but certainly 60 to 80% of that money will be in the stock market. Unless you say to the, the, the fund manager, well, I don't want to be in shares. You know, I'm coming up to my retirement. I want to move into fixed interest so that I can protect my gains and lock in those gains. So that's something you need to take financial advice but you need to see your financial advisor and say look where is my money at the moment i'm only five years from retirement or or, or whatever and and let them you know say what can we do about this if i'm at, exposed to a stock market correction or stock market crash what can we do about this so now if you're in a final salary scheme or a defined uh, defined uh, benefit scheme then you you won't be affected so much but again if if a company is trying to give you that pension and it's guaranteed, but the underlying investments behind it are falling, then it may have an effect in the future. We don't know. But certainly if you're in the typical personal pension or employer-based scheme that you're, you're contributing to, have a look at it. What Where is that money invested? You'll find that most of it is invested in equities because where else are they going to put all these billions of pounds? Where can they put it? You know, the, 
There's only so many things they can invest in. There's either bonds, which are fixed interest securities, or or shares and equities, or they can put it into property funds. Now, there's only so much property that, money that can go into property funds. But anyway, you'll find that most of the money, even in a managed fund, 60% of that will generally be in, 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 in equities and in shares. So that's that's where you could be if, if there's a stock market crash. I don't believe it won't affect you. So what can you do? to prepare for this sort of thing well look at your investments look at your pension schemes um see see what you can do to to maybe get out of equities if you're in equities and you're worried about a stock market crash because take my word for it it's 10 years since the last crash now nobody knows when the next one is going to come we we don't know when the next they don't call it a crash it's a correction that's the the politically correct word for it it's a correction not a crash we don't mention the word crash around in the city we say uh, a correction. So it's been going up. It's, it's a correction. Hang on. My money's gone down by 20%. You call that a correction? No, I call it a crash. Anyway, that's all you can do is, is to look at where your money is. And I, I would say if there is uh, a stock market crash, then it could lead to, to, to dragging us into a recession. Certainly what Trump is doing with China could, could lead the world into a recession. And a stock market crash can definitely lead lead us into a recession. And that means that even if you're invested in properties, property prices inevitably follow uh, stock market crashes. They follow financial crashes because people are not going to have so much money to put into properties or they're going to try and pull their money out of properties. Now, that and tomorrow I'm going to talk about a little bit more about what you can do to, to prepare yourself for a recession. And I'll also talk about where other people are putting their where people are piling their money into at the moment. And it's a, it's a it's a an investment that has gone up by 30 percent in the last year. So I'll talk more about that tomorrow. So that's all for now. I've probably gone on a bit longer than I should have done. Thanks for listening. This has been Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 